Hello, carding fans. This is David Cole with eCardingNews.com, and we're here with our hot seat. This is a new podcast that we're doing now for the EKN Radio Network. Something brand, something we've done in the past, but uh, haven't started it up in a long time. So we're starting it up this year. Uh, I'm going to be the guy uh, leading this. When the different events I go to uh, without Mr. Rob Howden, uh, I'll be able to sit down with somebody within the industry, somebody that's a racer, a former racer, just whoever we can uh, kind of wrangle in uh, Friday evening after practices are done. Today we're going to start with the new WKA president, Mr. Kevin Williams. Kevin, thank you for joining me. Great to have you. Thanks for good to be back on uh, eCardi News. So, Kevin, first off, just kind of give us a little idea about uh, you know who you are, uh, where you, your carding background is kind of is at. Uh, you know, talk about kind of your long term involvement in the sport. Yeah, thanks, David. Um, you know, a lot of people uh, in racing today don't uh, know that I've been involved for so long. I've my, uh, my like many other carters, my dad got me into carding some forty years ago. Uh, and it's been a family effort and just pretty much like every karting family. Uh, and my brother's very well involved in karting. And uh, I started as a driver racing sprint karts and went into road racing and sprint at the same time. And then uh, life happens. You go to college and uh, do a few things and and uh, uh, went into uh, uh, went into the hotel business for many years. And, and as a hotel manager, I actually promoted some races at, in the parking lot of some of the hotels I've worked at. Um, and then uh, when my kids got older, they started racing, and and I started uh, started becoming an official. And with uh, Stars of Carding, which was years ago, and I've uh, been with WK for now for 20 years, and and uh, it's been uh, it's it's it, the Carding family is something that I never want to give up, and so um, it's just like any other motorsports family, and been real happy to be in the sport. Now, now you mentioned that you've been with WK for about 20 years now, which is kind of a long. I didn't realize it was that long. Um, but, but for those who haven't seen you here at the Manufacturers Cup Series, kind of tell us what your role has been kind of during those two decades. Yeah, sure. So uh, I actually started as a uh, in a race director role, and uh, then at, at a regional level and out west. And uh, I've always I grew up in Southern California, and uh, then I've been living in Las Vegas since '84. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of the WK races out there, a lot of them at the uh, famed Las Vegas uh, kart track that's no longer there, and um, did some traveling traveling series, but mainly stayed out west, and then I st- and, uh, became race director with uh, Manufacturers Cup, uh, and then uh, grew into a little more international role where uh, I help drivers with their, uh, with their approvals and their licensing uh, so they don't have any problems when they go over to Europe, and then started uh, also... Uh, approving uh, our visiting friends from other countries to come here, and then uh, expanded my role at WK on the executive committee to help uh, help the organization drive the business end of it, and so really just progressed through uh, WK. And um, you know, it, it, WK as an organization has always helped uh, the entire sport of karting, not just WK. And so I've been happy to be a part of all of that. You've been in a lot of the uh, international meetings, CIK meetings, so you've, you you kind of have an idea of what's been going on over there for the past few years. How would you consider karting right now over there compared to here? I mean, it it's almost kind of like two different worlds, wouldn't you say? Yeah, actually, it you know, it, it has been, but a lot of it is also the same. Um, you know, the WK actually hosted a world championship in, uh, I believe it was 1983 in Jacksonville. Um, and, and, uh, we, we even, I think even, even sooner, they, a couple of the KZ or ICC at back, back at that time, uh, I believe we're in Charlotte too. Yeah, we, yeah, we did. And we had a North American championship, uh, in Charlotte and, um, and then, um, uh, so, 
you know, it, the international racing has been kind of new to the United States somewhat, uh, where we've we've only really had a couple of drivers participate over there until recently in, in the last 10 years, and we're really starting to see an, a, a resurgence there. And but that's with a lot of programs that uh, that we blend well with the CIK, like the CIK Academy, where we've been very for, that is generally is for one driver from every country, and we've been very fortunate to be able to send two. Uh, and that's only because other dri- other uh, countries don't fill their spot, so we request a second spot, and um, uh, the, um, so we've been able to send two drivers the last three years. Um, the racing over there is is extremely competitive, and uh, it is here too. Uh, that but they get so many entries, and that's mainly because there's really only a couple of classes. Um, so if you race over there, you, you know you you fall into one of the three or four categories, and that's about it. Um, we have one A licensed driver, and that's Gary Carlton, who uh, as 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 he should be. Um, and so um, it's it's been um, it's been interesting to see how a lot of our drivers develop. And two years ago, we, in the United States as a world champion in the name of Logan Sargent. So, um, but um, uh, the racing is just as competitive here as it is there. Uh, there's just a lot more of them, um, and they travel around a lot of the European countries. And the United States is so large and so vast that we are more regional, uh, even on the national programs in the United States. And uh, over in Europe, those guys travel to all the races because they can. Well, and it almost seems like CIK, you know, rules over the world, obviously, with, with being with the FIA. Where here in the United States, we have a number of different sanctioning organizations. You know, obviously, WK is one of them, but we have another, a number of other ones. You know, WK wasn't the original. It was always IKF, and then WK formed off of IKF, so it... It kind of has that United States mentality of, well, I, if you're not going to do it my way, I'm going to do it my way, you know, kind of kind of type atmosphere. Uh, and that's, term. That, that's been somewhat of a challenge, um, you know, in the CIK meetings. They're all under those same rules. And, uh, you know, we, it, in the United States, we applaud the individual entrepreneurs who have their own series. And uh, as they should. And, they, you know, that's their program. And, and we, we support that. Um, <clears throat> but at the same time. Um, you know, they, they, the, the equipment that is approved uh, through CIK and FIA competition and homologation processes is the same equipment that we run over here. So um, there are some similarities. And then, like you say, some of the individual uh, series will tweak some of the rules of their own. Thankfully, um, with the help of a lot of our volunteers at WK and with our competition committees over the last two years, we've been able to close the gap in, with weights and some of the age categories uh, the numbering system last year is the same as a lot of other series having their numbering systems. So uh, that way, that only helps the, the the competitors so they don't have to change a lot of equipment from between organizations and series. And that's exactly what has been happening in CIK racing ever since the beginning. And it also seems worldwide that the age range is getting younger and younger because it used to be 16 was the pinnacle age, maybe 18 back in, you know, before my time even. And it seems like it's getting younger and younger and younger. I, I, you know, it seems they're pushing more and more of these younger drivers into cars quicker and quicker. So it's harder for us to keep them in the sport longer. But if we start them younger, say kid carts like we're doing here with, with WK, it kind of helps keep them involved in the sport a little bit longer than, say, two or three years. Yeah, you know, um, that was also a big discussion uh, two years ago. And we, we have Max for stopping to thank for that, really. Uh, but, <laughs> exactly. but, but uh, um, you know, the, and, and that's one of the things the CIK did is they actually lowered the age category. So instead of 
uh, you have to be 12 years old to start junior, you could actually start at 11 and a half uh, if you're going to be 12 at the latter, latter part of the year. And that's been going on for the last two years. The, the goal there is to allow drivers to get more, exp uh, more experience in a cart. They would like them to get to at least one year in the senior ranks, even if that's at 14 and a half, and that still allows them to, the, to that pitical age of 14, 15 years old to get training in cars. But they still need that experience in the, in the faster categories. And, frankly, they can also do the shifter carts at, at 14 and a half or 15 as well. Um, so, but that, that's, that's a global pro problem right now. Uh, that everybody is starting younger, and the miracle of youth. Let me tell you that you know they're 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 training with with all the the physical training the drivers are doing. Their reflexes are so good. Their window of opportunity, as you see in a lot of cars these days, is is narrowed very much. Where you know more so now than it has been ever before. And so they're stepping into these other programs and relaxing those age rules has allowed those drivers to participate in karting just a little bit more to get a little bit more experience because, um, you know, by the time they get to cars, they need to be a little more, a little more tuned. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that because we're seeing that a little bit with a lot of the kids that have moved into cars as recent as this year. Uh, the, the, I think the more experienced ones are doing a little bit better in that. So uh, uh, let's quick take a quick little break for commercial. Uh, then when we come back, we're going to come and talk about uh, your new role with WK. From coast to coast, IAMI has become the two-cycle engine of choice for American karting. Starting with the air-cooled 60cc Swift engine and moving through to the incredible X30 power plant, IAMI is providing much-needed stability for the sport. The Swift and X30 engines are the backbone of the Superkart USA Pro Tour and Pro Kart Challenge Series, as well as the USPKS, the Route 66 Sprint Series, and the WKA Manufacturers Cup. We're thrilled to introduce the new IAMI KA100 Rejet engine with a special introductory price of just $16.95 until the end of February. The new engine is getting rave reviews and will be part of the USPKS, Route 66, and WKA Man Cup programs in 2018. Watch for more regions of the country to get on board with this new formula. We have two distribution centers in the U.S. to serve you well. IAMI East in Mooresville, North Carolina, and IAMI West in Temecula, California. The momentum is continuing to build, so it's time to make an investment in stabilizing your engine program. For more information on IAMI, head to the website for your region, IAMIUSAEast.com or IAMIUSAWest.com. If you want to drive the best, drive a CRG. Our countless race wins and championships prove this fact including taking the KZ Finals at the Scusa Super Nationals and the CIK World Championships in both 2016 and 2017. Our material is second to none. After years of independent American importers, CRG is now managed directly by the factory and run out of our state-of-the-art headquarters in Texas. CRG Nordam is the American arm of the CRG factory in Italy, and we're serious about success. We stock a wide variety of parts in all of our chassis, from the CRG Hero for the Mini Categories, to the Heron for Tag Race, the Road Rebel for Gearbox Competition, and the new FS4, which has been designed specifically for American four-cycle Briggs Racing. If you're ready to step up to the national level, do it with a factory race team that competes across the USA. CRG Nordam is a full factory effort with the best personnel and the finest equipment. 
We're serious about winning, and you should be too. With over 35 years of manufacturing experience, Precision Karting Technologies is the leader in American-made components. We produce high-quality products, led by our full line of chromoly and mild steel axles. Metric or imperial, standard or custom, we have what you need. Collars, keys, bearings, we're the source for axle components in the USA. We're not just axles either. At PKT, we can manufacture motor mounts, hubs, brake rotors, and even GoPro mounts. We're also the choice for axle and chassis straightening. We've designed a dedicated table for the sole purpose of straightening and laser aligning your chassis. If needed, we have the capability to cut, replace, and weld portions of your chassis as well. Big crash bent your frame? Send it to us. Broke a spindle yoke off in a wreck? We can replace it. You don't need to toss that expensive frame in the trash bin. We can fix it. We can repair and straighten chassis, and we CNC machine the finest carting products in the country. With over 70 dealers throughout the U.S. and Canada, it's easy to choose PKT. Family owned and operated, proudly made in the U.S.A. PKT, what's in your cart? And we're back with Kevin Williams, the new WK president. Uh, Kevin is here. Uh, we are at Pittsburgh International Race Complex for the Manufacturers Cup Series event. This is our third event of the year. Uh, just finished up Friday practice, so we'll get this on the uh, on our podcast and or on the radio network here either Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, but Kevin, let's let's kind of go over your your new role. Uh, it's kind of been just over a little bit of a month that uh, you've been the president now. Uh, I don't know I don't know if you know this, but you are now the fifth different president that the organization has had since its inception in 1971. Uh, kind of tell us your thoughts on on being the new president and what the experience has been so far. Well, you know, you know, I, I, I've spent the first uh, five or six weeks, as you said, really in discovery mode. Um, you know, we've uh, I've gone out and reconnected with a lot of the members that haven't uh, really had uh, much um, uh, much attention in the last couple of years, uh, and that's you know nobody's fault, really, not by design or anything, but um, it, it, we really need to understand the culture of what's happening in WK. You know, WK is an organization. It's not a it's not a race promoter, and and we do more than just race promoting. And we need and we used to do a lot of programs that kind of went by the wayside, and um, we really need to get back to some of those things as an organization. Um, we're, we have members, and those members help drive the organization, and we're not just race promoters. Um, so we really need to. Um, it, it, it's been. It's been very enlightening, and I've met a lot of great people and reconnected with a lot of great people, and I've been real happy to um, that, that um, you know they, they've they've accepted me and, and put a lot of confidence in me. But it, it's really not just about me. I mean, WK has so many volunteers on so many levels, from competition committees to, of course, the trustees um, it, that help drive the organization, make decisions. Uh, you know, we have a chairman that that uh, it also helps drive some drive some of, of the uh, thought process and some of the conversation. And, you know, our goal is, again, to get back to being an organization for the benefit of the members. Well, I, I was kind of going to hit on that. You said uh, a connection with, with the organization being the members and themselves. So I was kind of going to hit on that with my next question, but you've already kind of covered it. But we can kind of go into what you did with that because recently you, you made a trip to a dirt race. You made a trip to a road race. Obviously, it's it's kind of just a better way for people to connect to know who you are. 
I mean, what uh, what did what kind of feedback did you get from the from those t- recent trips? Yeah, you know, that, that, again, that was in, in the discovery mode. That was enlightening, and I have to tell you that that again, the people who run this organization. This this is really really their their organization. It's and it's all of ours. And and um, <clears throat> going to the dirt race, I heard the same things at the dirt race as I heard at the road race, and that that is, you know. We need a little bit more structure. Uh, we need a little. We need to have a uh, a rule book with a lot of common rules with other organizations. Uh, regionally, we need some. We need some structure. We need some help, um, and a little bit of training, and um, and of course races. But <laughs> at the same time, you do the races at the times and and for the right reasons with the right partners. Um, and uh, you know we've had some great sponsors and supporters and in the industry and uh, we've reconnected with a lot of those folks um, and the, everybody is is wanting WK to to be the organization for the members um, so everybody it's a it's a rotating machine and so um, you know and and uh, the guys at the dirt track have said gosh you know um, w- there, there's so many tracks and so many especially in the southeast there's so many tracks and so many races we're confused what to do and where to go and one organization has a rule book, another one has a rule book, and you know a lot of those same rules are rules that we've had for years. And um, we formed a dirt committee with a bunch of volunteers to help uh, uh, solidify some of those rules and bring them current. Um, th- again, to to benefit the members. Um, so, and and we've shook hands with a lot of people we haven't shook hands before in a long time, and uh, they were just absolutely thrilled that we were actually paying attention. And you know, listen, you, you make the members happy, then everything else comes easy. Well, that was going to be my uh, another thing is is more grassroots oriented. Uh, full disclosure, I am a, a WKA trustee. I have been for about two and a half years, and and at, when I came into it, that was kind of my my goal because as you talked about earlier, we're an organization. We're not a race promote, promotion. I mean, yes, we do put on races, but we put on races for the members and for the organization itself. It's not to make money, although we the organization does make money here and there, but it doesn't pay all the bills. It's it's the organization is is a company. It's something that is is running, and one of the things that I've noticed over the two and a half years is that we're we're kind of losing that grip with grassroots racing. It's it's reaching out to just the regular tracks and the clubs that want the attention. The attention. It, obviously, you know, past administrations have had their different ways of doing it. Um, the more more recent one that I'm more uh, familiar with is Randy Kugler. Um, I mean, he was he was very vocal and very in your face about knowing what's going on w- in the world of karting. And and as you kind of mentioned before, United States is a big country. It's hard to kind of keep your finger on the pulse within the sport all across this country. Yeah, and, and that's true. You know, and I've had a lot of conversations with Randy and. Um, you know, it, uh, he, he says he, he's always told me we, we have a place for everybody in WK. Last few years, we really haven't. And, I mean, we have one dirt race a year. And uh, that, that does not serve the dirt members who want some structure and some leadership and some organization. Um, and <clears throat> so um, and, and he's, he's also said, you know, look, he, he, again, you take care of the members and, and you provide an organization for them rather than just a promoter. And we've kind of got away and we've lost a couple of programs because of that. And they just kind of really slipped through our fingers um, on, on a few levels. Um, so, um, you know, w- we need to look more on regional levels and see what the Carters are doing there and how we can help them. Um, they want to come uh, race some national races. Great. We have that also for them. 
uh, we've we uh, you know if some folks want to learn how to how to be scorekeepers, we have we have an opportunity for them rather than just put on races. So um, you know, it, again, we 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 like. I'm not saying we we should be everything to everybody, but at the same time, um, you know, we could have a place for everybody. Well, and. And kind of to go with that, everybody thinks WK is strictly man cup. And then we have a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But during your trip, you went to road race, uh, Atlanta Motorsports Park, uh, which is a phenomenal facility. I I hope to go there next year. Um, Road racing has kind of just kind of been there. It's, you know, I've been a longtime road racer. You've road raced out in the West Coast and probably a little bit over here. Uh, It. It's it's kind of your your type. I want to compare it to SCCA a little bit. Uh, would you agree? Where it's kind of just guys, just regular racers who love to go to these big tracks. Yeah, it, and that's exactly what it is. We are to karting what SCCA is to race cars. And um, uh, SCCA and the new CEO uh, at SCCA, Mike and I are, are good friends. We've talked a few times since I've I've uh, become president, um, and we're. At, Conveniently enough, we're actually talking about any kind of synergy programs we may ha- we can have together, um, but and that could that could mean a whole host of things, um, but but um, the the road racing fans that you know that that Atlanta Motorsports Park that if anybody in sprint racing or dirt racing or, or wants to try road racing that's the track to do it at. It's a big big uh, big big sprint track, but but the road racers you know they it, I'd like to say they're a family of road racers um, and. And it is. It's it, a big, huge family. It, it, it spans yep. from from Florida all the way up to Maine That's and right. Michigan, all the way out to California in the Pacific Northwest. That's right. And and it's unfortunate that they don't. They're because of the tracks they run on. They don't have a lot of time to go and practice on a Thursday night somewhere where we can right. do it at our local track. Um, so um, so we've actually uh, we, we actually have a couple of partners. Um, uh, helping our road race programs and um, a couple of clubs that we, we conglomerate with. And we're actually uh, talking to a couple more to see if there's some opportunity beyond just the stretch of the five to six races that we do every year. Uh, but, um, and, and that's the same, we're, we're having the same conversations with folks in the dirt community. Um, and we've looked at actually a couple paved oval tracks to get back into that. Yeah, that, that that was one of my points was the Speedway Pavement Program. It, it seemed to be really big for WK, and we've lost a, not only a lot of tracks, but a lot of members uh, through that program. It's It was kind of a niche, but it, it was a big niche, had a lot of publicity. I, I think even a movie was made on pavement, on Speedway Pavement. Um, so it, I, I don't know, because I'm out of that, you I, what did you hear from the dirt community about that? Is 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 Speedway Pavement completely gone, or is is there still a little bit there? No, there there is some there, um, and there there are champ carts out there. Those are the ones with the rolled cages, um, and uh, there are some folks who would do the crossover in their regional area. Um, but there's also some dedicated uh, dirt. We actually have some pavement oval tracks in our list of tracks, mm-hmm. and they they hold cart races, and it's kind of a run what you run, and again. Uh, that's a community that needs leadership and a rule book and structure and structure yeah exactly right and w- we actually have the foundation of that already we have the the people who understand that community who can help them also and again we, this is this is one of those things where you know we're here we're the world carding association we're, we're we're not just the man cup program um so um if if we can help all of carding with some structure to get people racing and keep people racing, then we, we've done our job. 
One of the other programs that we've kind of see uh, go away was the Gold Cup program. Uh, Briggs Racing right now seems to be really big at the grassroots level. Uh, we Obviously, we tried a, a class here at the Manufacturers Cup Series. It didn't draw what we thought it would draw. Uh, it, 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 again, it, it's almost like a moving target. It, it's trying to understand what these racers want. Um, what, what, what are your thoughts in terms of the Gold Cup program? Uh, is, it, is it something that we, we need to bring back, or is it just something we need to focus on at the regional and local level? Well, you, you know, first of all, uh, some of our partners in uh, Briggs and Stratton, Margay, they've done a phenomenal job in introducing um, the, this the, RLV. The, the RLV. Uh, they, they, they've all done a phenomenal job uh, all across the United States introducing this program. It's gotten people to come to karting. It's gotten people who have left karting to come back. Uh, Chris Jeremiah is, is a team manager, and he was one of our Man Cup drivers years ago. Uh, that's just one example. And so... Um, you know that you, you cannot ignore uh, the the two cycle program. Those guys are having a blast, uh, or the four cycle. I'm yeah. sorry, the the yeah. LO206. Those guys are having an absolute blast. Um, we have a few tracks in California. WK does, and I visited those tracks last month. Um, and of course, I'll go again because it's quicker and easier for me to for do that as well. Um, but uh, I'll be there again in the summer. And they they there was more four cycle carts. Than there was two cycle carts, right. and so much so that our friend Joey Hand, who race, has been racing with us for years, and, and a very good friend of karting, uh, his, he brought two cart, a two cycle cart, and a four cycle cart for his son, and they never ran the two cycle cart. <laughs> so yeah. out of a hundred entries in at a regional it race, makes sense, yeah, yeah, which which was great, and those people are having a blast. It's amazing racing, um, and and um, the, the the and going to the Gold Cup program, you know, it's that's one way to to um, benefit from the success that has already been laid out by Briggs and Margay and RLB and those type of organizations and, and help the grassroots folks. And, um, um, so, you know, on a, on a global scale, we, we kind of, we've got, again, we've, we've let the gold cup program go and I don't want to give up on that. And I don't think anybody else does either. Um, if we, start with a regional program at grassroots, then we can talk about making that a national program again. Uh, but we really need to embrace that, that audience again. We, we haven't for the last couple of years um, because it's, it's such a great opportunity for somebody to get into karting. And it's, it's, a, it's an amazing package, and it's, it's, it's um, affordable, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. It is. That's, I mean, that's, that's what I do when I go driving. We've, we've seen a number of articles that I've done on the program. It's, it's something we at ECAN really believe in because, it, as you said, it's bringing guys back into the sport. It's bringing new people into the sport. It, and it, it, it's just a simple economical way to get involved in the sport of karting and, and it makes it like you said the fun factor really big and that's something that obviously wk and the whole sport i mean we're even seeing it in europe uh crg is is, is building a bridge program there to to complement their rental program so and Canada went, uh, I think, two years ago, went just to Briggs. Yeah, uh, it's, so it's huge. There. Their I national mean, championship is on a Briggs. <laughs> I mean, it, that those are their biggest fields right now, especially in the eastern part of, of Canada. Briggs is huge right now. Uh, they just had numerous, num, uh, numerous huge fields at, at Goodwood for one of their regional races there. And then their nationals here in August is going to be huge again. So that's, that's uh, you know, again, it can be a grassroots 
engine package, but it can also be something you take to race against guys from all over the country. There, there's a lot of good regional programs that have started up just with privateers who have really yeah. done well, and they, they've asked us, uh, we've had some conversations with a few of them, they said the same thing, we, we just need a little bit of structure. Uh, some of our friends on the West Coast have said the same thing. We, we, we need a little bit of structure. So, um, you know, and, 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 and again, to get people excited about karting and motorsports in general, I mean, the, the Briggs package is certainly the, that level. Well, let, now that since we're here at the WKA Man Cup race, let's kind of talk about the series a little bit. Um, this year is a little bit different, six races. Um, we're we're at our third stop, so we got three more after this. We've changed one race to go from New Jersey to Norway. What uh, what that happened right at that meeting? What was kind of the idea behind that? Um, if, you know anything that you can tell us about why that move happened? You know we're we're very good friends of the New Jersey Motorsports Park and have been Brad Scott, the CEO there, and I have been um, uh, have been uh, friends for for a while. I've known him for many years. Um, there was there was just um, uh, unfortunately our, our our membership really drove that decision and uh, there was there was too much sta- card stacked against us to to go there and I hated to do it but uh, you know it was the, it was it was a group effort and uh, you know between the trustees and myself it was a, it was a decision that it, it was better for us uh, it was uh, I don't know I don't want to say the lesser two evils it really wasn't but it, it was better for our membership to uh, relocate that event. Um, and it, that doesn't mean the door is closed to go there some other another time. Uh, we're looking at what our structure is going to be. As you know, we have a uh, we have a uh, trustee meeting in in July, and that would be really the time that we're going to talk about what we want to do for next year. Um, and we're, so, bec- with all the conversations that I've had with you know partners and tracks and clubs, and just in the last six weeks, and and members, of course, uh, you know, we'll we'll see what we can do, but. Um, it was in the best interest of our membership. Uh, you know, our core membership is more closer to Norway, Illinois, where we're going, than it is to that area. And and uh, we'd like to change that. But today, that was the, that was the better move. Uh, I kind of want to go over one other thing that's kind of been surrounding the series. Uh, you know, obviously rumors happen going around the paddock, going around on the internet. You know, once you were announced president, there was a thought of, oh, WK is going to be going all rock. Uh, it, you know, sitting in the meetings, I kind of understand what goes on, but you, you're here on the microphone. Let's kind of, kind of go over that. It, you know, it seems that WK has a, has a partnership with IAMI and it's going to, something that's going to stay for the future. Uh, IAMI has been an amazing partner and they have an amazing product. Um, being from the international community, I have a lot of international friends and then, um, one of them is Vortex, one of them is IAMI and one of them is CRG, you know. So um, you know, those those rumors naturally fly. Um, strangely enough, within a couple of days, Vortex announced a a hundred a hundred cc air cooled engine, um, and uh, so that was natural for folks to think, oh well, maybe that's why it's being introduced. Um, you know, we're we're uh, we're friends with all the karting partners, and and you know, um, I can't say enough good things about what the commonality and the things that the IME has done for the man cup program we're seeing it in road racing uh we run the x30 in road racing we run the ka100 in road racing um but um but that we have had much success in a lot of our racing programs man cup road racing 
with one engine package and the IME package has been proven there is absolutely no truth to the vortex rumor um, and I, I don't even know where it came from and I w actually chuckled the first time but you know again we're, we're very good friends with the vortex people we're very good friends with the IAMI people um, and uh, but IAMI has been what our, our racing members have, have run and they know and and uh, that's that's where we're staying we we haven't had any plans for the vortex thing it's just again a rumor but you know you can't listen to noise and uh, you can't listen to the rumors you have to focus on the membership and the best programs for them and uh, that's what we'll continue to do well i think they're as you kind of mentioned earlier we're not in the business of race promoting we're an organization or a sanctioning body i think would you say that there's probably room to work with Vortex in a different aspect, would you say? Maybe not not maybe involved in the Manufacturer's Cup Series itself, but whether it be, as you said, road racing, maybe introducing some engines into road racing or or develop, or working with Rock Cup USA in, in some terms of sanctioning uh, that event uh, type deal. Yeah, and, you know, and, and we, it, I'll take the tire example. We've, we're... Our, the Bridgestone is our, our tire sponsor for Man Cup, yet in road racing, Vega is our tire sponsor for Vega, or for road racing. Uh, last year, Vega was the dirt tire. Uh, the year before that was Maxxis. Before that was Maxxis. Six years ago, we had Dunlop on the on the Shifter Juniors, so uh, or seven years or something like that. So, um, you know, it, it's a, it's the same type of thing, and you're absolutely right. There, there's always a possibility with working with any partner. Vortex is certainly on that list. We just, as of today, we just haven't had any conversations with them other than, other than you know, we're friends with Rock Cup. They're on our national calendar. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we, we don't, um, we, the only thing we've talked with them about is, you know, let's make sure we're not on each other's date uh, dates next year. And that's that's really about it. We've talked about some, some industry things uh, like uh, uh, the, uh, a couple of uh, track issues and things like that, but that's that's really about it. But you know, I don't ever want to turn anybody down from a conversation. You know, that's that's not that's not what the organization does. Uh, well, let's take a quick little break, uh, one more, and then we'll get into a couple more questions, and then we'll wrap this thing up. This is the hot seat with WK President Kevin Williams. Are you ready to get the 2018 season started? If you're like us, we're ready to get out of the snow and back to the track. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry. With over 50 years of combined karting experience, we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, and of course, our championship-winning Merlin chassis. If you're ready to take your racing to the next level, come join us at Team FMS. We've been supplying racers with start-to-finish support at race events for many years. From providing a helping hand at a weekday test outing or a club event, to full arrive-and-drive packages at the highest level of karting competition. For 2018, we'll be attending the Scusa Winter Series and Pro Tour, the United States Pro Kart Series, and the Route 66 Karting Series. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. The 2018 season is just around the corner, and Trinity Karting Group is fired up and ready to take up the challenge. We're a full-service racing operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, 
which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. We utilize Tony Kart, OTK, and IANI products, and we're your source for Avinco Tires in the Midwest. For 2018, we have Arrive and Drive race programs available for the Supercarts USA Winter Series and the Pro Tour, the WK Manufacturers Cup, and of course, the KRA Series at Newcastle Motorsports Park. If you have your own equipment, we can provide the trackside support you need to take your program to the next level. If you're interested in running with a professional team with full support, coaching, and hospitality, give us a call. Trinity Karting Group has a long history in the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We pride ourselves on our professional approach and our positive attitude. Driver development is a big part of our program, and if your desire is to graduate into Formula Car Racing, we are the official karting feeder operation for Team Peltry, the championship-winning junior formula squad on the Mazda Road to Indy. If IndyCar is your ultimate goal, we can help pave the way. Let us build a custom race program for you. If you're new to the sport or a seasoned pro, we can take care of your kart racing desires. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycartinggroup.com. Looking for that extra edge? Comet Racing Engines is your answer. The engine service program from Comet Kart Sales has been winning from coast to coast at all levels and different forms of the sport. Lead engine builders Mark Harrison and Gary Lawson have decades of karting experience, providing racers the power to reach the top step of the podium. Comet Racing Engines continually perform track and dyno tests to provide their customers with the cutting edge in engine performance. Comet specializes in Yamaha KT100, IAMI Swift, IAMI X30, IAMI Leopard, and Rock engines. Trackside and customer support are the cornerstones of the Comet Racing Engines business, ensuring each and every customer receives personal attention and the help they need to achieve the best results. Engine rentals are available at all the events that Comet attends in 2018, including WKA, SCUSA, USPKS, and the Route 66 Sprint Series. Contact the Comet team today at CometCartsales.com or by calling 317-462-3413. If you're looking to step up your engine program, send it to Comet Racing Engines. And we're back with the hot seat sitting down here at the Pittsburgh International Race Complex. We're watching a couple of rental carters go out on the racetrack here for the WK Manufacturers Cup Series. I'm sitting here with Kevin Williams uh, as we record this, getting this ready for the EKN radio network and our podcast channel. Uh, just a couple of questions then to kind of wrap this up, looking at the organization as a whole. Um, going in now as president, you kind of probably hit on a couple of these topics already, but what are three things you'd like to see uh, improved with the organization right away? Um, well, first of all, the rule book should, should go out quicker, uh, go out faster earlier, and not faster, earlier. <laughs> um, you know, one of the one of the very first things that we that uh, I did is I asked the competition committees to follow, uh, adhere to a strict uh, timeline, because uh, the, the, the process, of, uh, a lot of people don't know, but the way WK rules are, are written and installed is it, 
the information comes from the members comes from the member tracks the member the member drivers the member non-drivers and then they're introduced to the competition committees at all the levels and those competition committees will either tweak it or say yes or no or whatever and then they go to the trustees which is voted on and goes in, goes into the rules um, so it's a it's it's a you know it's a grassroots up effort to the regulations and the book is written in such a way where the first section is just about general rules and then it breaks into every uh, every section from there so that's that's the first thing I'd like to see. Uh, the second thing I'd like to see is is I've already touched on it is we need to become more of an organization and there's there could be a lot of points to that. Uh, go back to to educating and certifying tech tech officials. Um, we've I've talked to the FIA about driving schools for our tracks. That could be a benefit for the tracks, helping the track programs with their benefits. Um, in, in introducing our, our partners, uh, our, our uh, industry partners to those tracks they may not have access to now. Um, and that's, those are the kind of things an organi organization does. Um, and and, and another, another one is, um, is um, uh, allowing the uh, tracks to provide us information. We don't, we don't have a track that's helping us on any of our advisor boards. We have people who participate in tracks, and they may be on the board at that track, but the track itself, we don't have, you know, why don't we bring one of them in to help us, you know, a, a trustee meeting or something like that. To kind of better understand exactly what's going on at the grassroots level. Right. I mean, I exactly mean we, right. as you said, we have, we have industry members, we have racers, but we don't actually have, say, track owners or club presidents that are, are coming back and, and telling us, hey, we're seeing this this is working bad or hey we're seeing this this is working good it, one, and and we can take this this example from the CIK our new president of CIK is Felipe Massa and he he is he is donating his time specifically to help the sport um, and but we also brought in a driver representative in the name of Danilo Rossi who was you know three-time world champion and what a better and then we also have an industry industry advisor um, and it changes frequently. Uh, currently, it, it's uh, Mr. Robotsi from from uh, OTK. So they've done it. Why aren't we getting these people involved? Uh, you know, we reach out to our industry partners to get input and their advice and those kind of things. But th they should really help us with some of the committees, and that would really help help get back to that grassroots and those type of things. Well, that, that kind of goes into my, my next and last question. You know, the structure of WK is based on volunteers. It really is. Aside from the office staff, uh, contract workers, I'm a volunteer. You're a volunteer. <laughs> well, and that's yeah. how I was going to say that. I said you're you're a volunteer. The board of trustees are volunteers. It, is is the system of the WK organization flawed at, in this current time that we're in? Because it seems like volunteership continues to decline, not just in racing, but in other aspects of life, in in non charitable or charitable uh, organizations and. And say, you know, even even sport, kids sports are seeing a lot of uh, strain to get parents to go out and coach. Yeah, you're right. And it's, it's a matter of culture. And we have not embraced the volunteers for the last few years. And we really need to. Um, there are a lot of people who I've, I've talked to in the last uh, six weeks who said, gosh, you know, I've been been trying to say, you know, you need an X, Y, Z for ABC. And it didn't even occur to me, oh, you're absolutely right. And I put it on the agenda for our trustee meeting. And there's a lot of those folks like that. And we, we encourage the communication. We increased, the WK increased its communication this year to the members with increased social media. We do more frequent uh, pit board announcements, which is an email campaign. 
we encourage people to call. And when I took this this gig, I, the, the very first thing I did was write a letter to the members saying, we want to hear from you as well. Um, and and, um, and I, I got to say, it's been, it's, it, it's been very enlightening what people have to say. And it, but it's uh, still hard reach to get people to to give feedback, is it not? Because I know as a trustee for the last two and a half years, I can probably almost count on the number of times people have either called or emailed me about something on two hands. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not a you're, uh, you're right. They're not right, burning down either. They're, they're burning down the houses when they speak publicly, but one on one, they're not. And that's that's a very easy thing to do uh, uh, to, to talk on social media. But you know what? You have to ask. And so uh, a lot of times people won't, won't approach you. And last six weeks I've been asking. And, so, and people talk, and, and it's great. And so it's giving the feedback. A lot, some of the things just aren't feasible. But you know what? There's li- maybe little bits of a great idea in that non-feasible idea. Yeah. Um, and, we're, you know, and documenting all that and seeing if there's something that we can do to, to help a program somewhere along the line. And it could be big. It could be small. But any input is welcome. Well, again, I think to kind of cap this interview off, I think, I think grassroots and and structure are kind of two key words that uh, that you're kind of looking at moving into the future, uh, and I think that's something I, I kind of agree with as not only a racer but a board member um, and a media person. Uh, you know, it's something that, that we're kind of seeing nas- nationally uh, a lot of uh, disconnect between the grassroots. And, and the organizations that, that kind of serve uh, our karting community. Um, so um, I guess I'll leave you with, with a couple more minutes of if you have any final words for, for say, WKA members or, or even those who aren't WKA members but part of our karting community. Yeah, you know, and I, I do hear a lot from a lot of people who aren't WKA members, and, you know, I don't try and encourage them to be WKA members because they're not calling me for that. Um, but, uh, you know, the – if we can provide, if it, carding provides a lot of things, I wouldn't be as close to my family if it wasn't for carding, and um, I've always said that. I always will say that, and I think that holds true for a lot of other people. Um, we recently wrote a start carding page on the WK website that had nothing to do with the techni- technicalities of carding. It it explains things like, you know what, even if the if if your dri- your little driver now doesn't become a race car driver, I bet you they'll be a safer driver on the road. And some of the some of the folks that, that are tuners and mechanics, they may they may get a, a better job because they understand the mechanics of of G force and high speed and how to how to tune the cart and how to set toe in and toe out and those kind of things. So um, you know, karting can be a learning experience, and WK is really here for all karting. Yes, we like members. We want them to the members give input. Members are, get a rule book where others don't. Uh, those kind of things. But um, the members participate in WK programs, and sometimes non-members do. But we're, we're really, you know, the WK wants to be wants to help all of carding. That's been my mantra since I got into carding: is I want to get people in carding, and keep them in carding. Um, get people in motorsports, keep them in motorsports, motorsports. And we all enjoy when we see the guy that we raced with a couple of years ago to qualify for the Indy 500, right? That's or, right. Or do a couple laps of the Daytona 500. And, um, and, and it's because of the knowledge they learned and the life skills that they learned from karting. And as an organization, we're going to keep that rolling and we're going to, we're going to continue to encourage people, um, to be involved as much as, as much as they are willing and able to. Uh, but at the same time, it's our responsibility at WK to feed them back with the help that they need to become 
better people. Well, thank you, Kevin, for your time here uh, at Pittsburgh International Race Complex here for the WKA Manufacturers Cup Series. Um, thank you for your time, and we wish you well uh, in, during your tenure as a WKA president. Thanks so much. You know, eCarding News has always been a, a valued asset to bring uh, the message to uh, the racing community, and I can't thank you guys enough. Thank you, Kevin. And so there you have it, the hot seat here on eCardingNews.com and the EKN Radio Network. Until next time, we'll see you.